You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White. I want you to grab a pen, call a friend. Today, we've got somebody really exciting that we're going to share with you. You know, this is someone that's going to inspire you to go to your next level. You did not come this far to only come this far. I'm so excited today with me in the studio. I have with me Medessa Fogg. Welcome, Medessa, to the show. Thank you. Looking beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You know, let's talk a little bit about your backstory growing up as a little girl. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what was life like there? Yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I moved to North Carolina, Selma, North Carolina at that for a couple mm. years. Okay. Um, and then relocated back to New York City. So I more so grew up in Queens, oh. Astoria, Queens. Okay. Uh, so I went to elementary school, middle school and high school in uh, Queens. And then I moved to uh, back to North Carolina for college. Okay. But growing up... Um, was very interesting, I'll mm-hmm. say. Um, my my father was killed when I was seven, mm-hmm. um, as he was coming to visit for for mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, we found out the next day when he didn't show up. Wow! Um, which put my mother into some deep depression, and yeah. she became addicted to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I actually relocated back and forth because I lived with different family members, mm-hmm. um, and then at sixteen I became a mother of myself. Oh wow! And okay. so. So um, I had an opportunity, of course, and my son's 21 now, mm-hmm. um, but we lived in uh, New York and then mm-hmm. we moved to North Carolina. Now, it's different being in the city versus mm-hmm. being more in the country. Was yes. that what was that like for you making that transition, you know, from one area to another area, different yeah. population, different Everything's mm-hmm. different, you know. Um, so what was that transition like for you at that time? Well, I'll say moving here at 18, well, to North Carolina at 18, mm-hmm. um, I moved on Amtrak. All I had was my son and some suitcases. Wow. Wow. So I uh, needed to find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. I think growing up in New York, it teaches you how to have a hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. And um, being a parent at 16, I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so um, 18, living on my own downtown wow. Raleigh, it, it, it was scary, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to drive. Wow. So I actually at that took, age, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. know how to drive. I didn't have a driver's license. Mm. You don't drive in New York City at 18. Yeah. Right? And you have a child, too. You have a child. That you're yeah. trying to navigate mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So I relied on um, the city of Raleigh, the, the public uh, transportation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I walked a lot, uh, called a friend who had a car, and mm. we figured it out. But mm. about 2021, 20, I, I, I learned how to drive. I, now, now, what were some of the lessons you learned? Because, you know, with the child being young, moving mm-hmm. to a different city, you know, your, your dad, you know, passing and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, what were some of the lessons that you learned through that time that sustained you even today, would you say? I would say the first thing is um, not accepting no. 
Oh, uh, the first no anyway as, as a final answer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, being aware that there's resources out there. Um, you know, moving to North Carolina at such a young age, I was aware of Raleigh mm. uh, public housing. Okay. So okay. I had applied and got accepted. Wow. So I had a place wow. to stay that was income based. Mm-hmm. Um, had I not knew how to do the research and who to reach out to with school social workers, mm. et cetera, I probably wouldn't have been able to be in that position. Okay. Um, so I would say don't accept the first no. Ask questions when you're unsure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a solution to every problem. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And lastly, you have to have to uh, figure out how to maintain the positivity in the sense of everything happens for a reason. Wow. And that's so true. Everything does happen for a reason. And mm-hmm. even having a child at a young age, yes. there's so many young girls that are in that situation mm-hmm. You know, today. They need role models. They need people that has been there, done that. Yeah. What would you say to a young girl that, you know, she's got this child, she's probably still in high school school maybe right. or just a young person that's not engaged the guy made to left her yeah. what would you say is some lessons that you've learned because this is a situation where people stop yeah they think life is over and they don't know how to begin so what would you say to encourage them to know that life's not over at this stage great question because of course at 16 i was mm. told life is over and i'm sure any young lady that's in that position today has mm. heard the same thing wow but the first thing i would say is it's not mm. um it's going to be tough but definitely finish as much of your education as possible okay. Okay. um whatever help that you can receive mm-hmm. for child care okay definitely take advantage of that that's so that you point, can yeah. further your education mm-hmm. uh they say it takes a village and trust me it takes a village <laughs> I brought my son with me to college at night wow. and I would have exams and there would be young kids in the uh, cafeteria mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Thank God for them because they watched wow. him. I wow. don't know their names, but thank you, whoever you were. Wow. Uh, I need you to hold him down for 30 minutes mm-hmm. so I could take an exam mm-hmm. because he wasn't allowed in the class. Oh, uh, and there was nights I didn't have a sitter, but I had to finish college. And wow. so um, uh, don't give up. Stay mm. focused. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit moving forward about the business that you're in today. How did yeah. you get into the business that you're in today? And tell us a little bit about that. Um, <clears throat> so Classic Closet Boutique uh, started in 2015. OK. Um, it actually started from and I call her my sister because her mother raised me. Mm. Um, so my my sister, she um, was into fashion and wanted a boutique. And so she talked me into starting one and I gave her the money. She created the name. She did Mm. the paperwork and um, she found the vendors. Okay. And um, she's a little younger than me. So her attention span, she grew a new passion for something else. But here's this business that needed to Mm. be ran and I had inventory (laughs) that needed to be sold. And so I just woke up one day and just took over. Mm. Um, And so to build my business, I went to different beauty salons and barbershops in Raleigh, North Carolina to tell them and to sell. Mm -hmm. Um, I then was able to go into a a beauty salon to actually sell out of the salon as my own little suite. Okay. Um, Okay. And then in 2020, I moved into Triangle Town Center Mall, which Mm -hmm. is in Raleigh, North Carolina. So today, how many locations do you have as far as with that? So I have one brick and water. I'm online. I have a mobile app. So if you're an Android user, you can go to Google Play and search Classic Closet Boutique and Mm. have the app on your phone. Okay. Uh, iPhone users is coming soon. Oh, okay. And uh, working on a second location. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, what principles do you live by? Because you have determination. You didn't mm -hmm. stop it at an early age, having a child, having losing a parent and, you know, some different turmoils and things happening. Mm -hmm. What principles do you live by that just keeps you going forward? Because a lot of people would stop after the first situation right. happened and you kept going and then try to help someone else and pull mm -hmm. them up. So what what is it that keeps you going um, in, in principles that you just say, yeah. hey, you know, I can't make it without this? Um, integrity comes mm. to mind first. Um, yeah. I, I have to figure out a way to do it without losing who mm. I am as an individual. Oh, that's um, that's honesty. Mm -hmm. uh, the truth hurts. But I think that people trust and respect me more because mm -hmm. they know that I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and morals. And if you put it all together, just mm -hmm. really having morals. And I, I, I truly believe that God is protecting me. And so mm -hmm. I can't. Um, how can I say this? Uh, I can't be one with him if I'm not one with myself. Wow. Right. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a so, big one. <laughs> so someone said one day uh, years ago, you know, how can you get right with God if you're not right with yourself? Wow. So wow. I have to sit down and make sure that I'm making sound decisions. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, and I'm showing up at my best self. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, Medessa, you mentioned faith. You mentioned God. Um, mm -hmm. How important is that to you? Because a lot of people are doing this without even belief in God. Yeah. You know, going to work and and taking all these challenges of life, bringing to them. And they're like, there is no God. Right. But you have this this belief that there is a God. You can't yeah. make it without him. What does that mean to you? And what does that look like in your everyday life? Yeah. So a lot of people may not know this about me, but I don't start my day without prayer. Um, um, from the moment I get up, mm. the first thing I do is pray. Okay. Um, okay. Of course, I talk to him throughout the day. Okay. Um, one of the, my, my biggest things is making sure that when I come out of my house, mm. that I'm able to articulate my words in a way that would impact someone. Mm. Make sure that if I don't do anything, I can at least make a difference in one person's life every wow. day. Wow. And so when I get home, I self-assess. Mm. Um, my brain is always going, so I reevaluate what are some things that I feel I did well that day mm. what can I do different tomorrow yeah, yeah. how can I better show up um, so I mm. challenge myself mm -hmm. all the time and mm -hmm. and if a word is stuck in my mind like yeah. two days ago um, help just kept popping up in my mind wow. so I googled uh, uh, biblical uh, verses that were focused okay. on help and Google mm. will give you what you're looking for. It gives for. you what you're looking for. And so um, <laughs> I found the first one that popped up and I screenshotted it, but I kept reading it throughout mm. the day and basically just making sure that mm. I'm not only looking for help and seeking help, but mm. how can I help others? How can right? you help others? Mm -hmm. You know, it's really important. The industry that you're in, you know, in the beauty industry, there are so many people that um, just get lost. Yeah. You know, they just really get lost in that industry. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be right. Mm -hmm. Do you think that social media plays um, an important part in the self-esteem, especially of young girls, mm -hmm. women, even men? Because people just think they're seeing this and they're thinking my life's not like this. They're in the beauty industry. Or they want to right. look like somebody famous or look yeah. like some, the, the rich and famous. You know, exactly. so how do you think social media plays a part in overall in the beauty industry as far as the self-esteem? Is it right. making it better? Is it making it worse? Um, I, great question. I mm -hmm. think that it, it it's 50-50. Okay. Um, okay. And the reason why I say that is the, the positive of social media with the beauty industry allows you to tap into a side of you that you may not mm. be 100% comfortable. Yeah, but you may yeah. see a look and say, hey, I want to see how that would look on me and step mm. out of your comfort zone. Yeah, so yeah. that's actually a positive in 
my mind. Okay. I think okay. the negative impact can be if you see someone that may be prettier yeah. or maybe better shaped and, and mm. then you start figuring out, well, how can I look like better. that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, that can also be a, a positive mm -hmm. because depending on your lifestyle if it's yeah. a healthy eating lifestyle mm. then it may encourage you to do some workouts okay um okay. but on the negative side it may cause someone to, to starve yes yeah, yeah. and that yeah. can be the negative yeah. side so i don't really have like one particular take on it i think okay. there's pros and cons with social media uh -huh. um but i i love it it's how mm. we make our money yes create awareness <laughs> you know people are not going to know to shop with you if you're mm. not visible online and mm -hmm. so yeah yeah what are some of the options Obstacles that you had to overcome as a business owner. Um, you know, we've come through a pandemic. A lot of mm -hmm. businesses closed. A lot yeah. of people died. It was a great, you know, tragedy in a lot of places around the world. Mm -hmm. um, what are some of the obstacles that you had to come through as a business owner? Yeah, I think my my biggest one was um, most recent. I would say last year. Okay, uh, my traffic dropped. Uh, and well, if your traffic drop, your sales are going to see a decline. And yeah, yeah. So I probably would, and that's online. Would you uh, say walking walk to my, okay. my okay. shop in in the mall? Not even talking about the pandemic. Not just even, you no. Know, this situations. is twenty twenty two when the pandemic is. Yeah, it's yeah. around, but yeah. it's not as impacted as mm. 2020 and 2021. And so and everything now yeah. it's still we're still coming out of the remnants. Of exactly. It still. But yeah. less traffic, less mm. traffic means less sales. Okay. Less sales is less money. Mm. So how do you keep your, your inventory yeah. going? How do you yeah. pay your employees? Mm. How do you keep your doors open? To your point, a lot of businesses did shut down. Yeah. Even in the mall that I'm, I'm in. Okay. And um. I think having uh, business credit, uh, having personal credit, okay. just being aware of ways that I can ge uh, generate more income mm, to okay. compensate for the loss of income. Okay. And okay. so always having a plan. Mm, okay. Savings. Yes. You yes. just got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure it out. You know? figure it out. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of young people don't understand that. It's like, mm -hmm. especially in the beauty industry, people get paid today and they spend today. And, yes. you know, like by the end of the week, you know, it's. You know, what financial advice can you give to a person? Because a lot of people don't know about stock market. They don't know about investing. Right. You know, it's just like I've been making money as a barber or a cosmetologist or mm -hmm. in this industry, this beauty industry. And they don't know a lot about saving and how yeah. to put it aside and how to scale. You know, right. so what would you say to a person to help them to scale their business? Yeah, a little bit. Um, great question. I think that understanding a business cycle. Oh, okay. um, understanding That's your true. season. Yes, right? very true. Yeah. So yeah. Um, people love to shop in the summer. Mm. People love to shop around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the first quarter of every year, retail is slow yes. everywhere, January, yeah. February, yeah. March. And so what do you do in that time frame? You mm. have to have a plan. Wow. Right? Wow. So um, understanding that, how do you scale back? So if you have four or five employees, do you mm. know when to scale down on your employees mm. and or their hours? Hours yeah. to make up some f money. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then your profit margin, too. What is mm -hmm. your markup of your product? Mm. Um, personally, I, I think for myself, I always make sure that if worst case scenario, can I yeah. uh, pay my bills and mm -hmm. with what I have saved? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you have the fortune to have cash and credit, mm -hmm. that's awesome. 
but yes. that, that may not be for all everybody. the time. It's not for everybody. So you <laughs> might have credit with no cash. With no cash, right? Or you or might have opposite. cash with no, no credit. credit. Yeah, yeah. So um, being able to have one or the other or mm. both to make sure that um, my my son and my grandchildren, as well as myself, are, are wow. taken care of in my business. Now you you mentioned grandchildren. Let's talk uh-huh. about those babies a little bit. What does that do to your heart? You know, uh, I mean, the, you look like a baby yourself. I but know, no. I know. Uh, I have a four year old grandson. Oh, his okay. name is Amari. Okay. A three year old grandson. His name is Xavion. Oh. And a two and a half month old granddaughter, and um, her name is Lillian. Oh. And um. It's, it's enjoyable. Mm, they wow. love to see me. They call me Ma. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm the fun person, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's awesome. You know, I want to just uh, talk with you a little bit about, um, you, you talked about faith and you talked about your business and scaling your business and things like that. You know, are, do the babies or your son, what motivates you to keep going? Because when times get hard, things have happened. I mean, a lot of things yeah. have happened in your life, as we <clears> talked about here. But what does what keeps you going? What helps you to get out of that bed on the good days, the bad days, the happy days, the yeah. sad days? I mean, those babies looking into those eyes. Yeah. I mean, that helps. But as a business owner and the challenges of just running a business. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, when business slows down, you have to keep going. Got to keep you know? going. So, so what is it that you just said, hey, this is my rock. Right. This is what I stand on. I, I just, you know, this motivates me. And it's like a quick pick me up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Type it's, of a, thing. it's the passion for Mm. being able to get out there and impact someone, Mm. Um, being able to show my son that even though I I had him at 16, that all things are possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And and my mom has had like a complete life turnaround, which is amazing. So being able to be there for her when she needs me, whether that's emotionally or financially, right? Important. It's very important. So my mindset every day is not only being able to take care of myself, Mm -hmm. but I need to be able to support those that have a major part in my life. Wow. So wow, that's mm-hmm. important. That's really yeah. important. Now let's talk a little bit before we close about body. Okay. What does that mean to you? And what are we expecting to yeah. see in this, this new reality show that's coming out? Um, empowerment, mm. um, being able to actually balance the reality of being successful, but also you have those bad days or those sad moments or mm. those dark places in your life. And then how do you keep it going every day with a smile wow. on your face? Wow. I say um, hustle, the mm. hustle and being a, a business person. Um, and then being able to be with other women mm. um, that you can bounce ideas off yeah. of or yeah. challenge each other. And I think accountability. When mm. I hear body, I hear accountability. Wow. I hear responsibility. Mm. I just think that um, body is amazing. And, mm. and and what we're bringing to, to the world is going yes. to be so empowering wow. and really um, be realistic mm-hmm. around the how do you make it happen? Because it's not always what it seems to be. Exactly, exactly. Well, my guests today have been Mrs. Medessa Fogg. I am Mm -hmm. so, so excited, you all. She has so much to offer. There's so many stories and things that have happened in her Mm -hmm. life where she can inspire you to be better. She did not come this far to only come this far, and neither did you. Friends, we're just about out of time. Thank you for listening. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website, for more updates and information. And please leave a comment at www.road2eternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts 
to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company. 